Hi everybody. Well, I'm back again. Thank you for coming. I've really got to say thank you so much for joining me. I know sometimes time is such a hard thing to find, but I've just taken 10 minutes out of my busy day and I'm just sitting in a beautiful sun-filled room and I'm just feeling so, I guess so blessed. And I just wanted to really share today. Diving into the honesty box. We're talking about living with and supporting somebody with an addiction. And that's what I want to go into a little bit more today. You know, I've been around the world. I've been alive for quite a long time. <laughs> and I'm over 60. And, you know, you think you learn things along the way. You think you overcome things along the way. And you do. You do. But, you know, there's some things that just take a little bit longer. And we sort of get hard on ourselves when we find it difficult to deal with certain things in our life. Have you ever sat in a room and just felt so overwhelmed, so tired, so drained, that you really just didn't know how to pick yourself up and take the next breath? Well, thank goodness I'm not feeling like that today, but I do remember feeling like that. And I really want to talk to that person that's out there today that just feels so empty, so lost, so broken, that they find it difficult just to get up and just to keep going. I think it takes coming on the other side to be able to speak to yourself when you were like that. But I do remember what it felt like. I do remember so well, so vividly, what that feeling was like when I just couldn't drag myself through the day anymore and I, I just was so lost. I didn't know who I was, what I felt. I was just broken. I was empty. I was just a mess. So if you're feeling like that today, I'd really like to spend this next couple of minutes just really trying to encourage you. You're stronger than what you think you are. You have resourcefulness that you've forgotten about. You have a store of energy in there that's just hidden at the moment because the way we think, it just overwhelms us and we forget that we do have a source of energy there, that we do have a get up and go. Sometimes we've just been so busy doing, 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 doing that we forgot just to be. We forgot just to take a breath. We forgot just to take a walk. Or just to go and feel the sun shining on our skin. We forgot to feel what it's like to feel love. It might sound strange, but sometimes when I just sit in the sun and I allow the sun, the warmth of the sun just to shine on me and to, to tingle every part of my arms and my face and my legs, whatever's in the sun, I just it just en engulfs me with like a hug. Sometimes we just need to take time out just to allow the good things that are around us to touch us because sometimes we've been so closed and so hard and so enmeshed in having to be hard and having to set a big barrier around ourselves that we forget to let things in. We actually can set such strong fences around us that we forget to let the good in. 
And I think this is when we really start to lose ourselves. We really start to go down into a really big hole because we've just been giving out, giving out, giving out, and the pressure just seems to be bearing down on us. But we just sometimes need to breathe. We just need to go out and feel the sun. We need to go and pick a bunch of flowers and put it on our table and put a smile on our face. Take a walk in the park and just look at the beauty around us or, or go and sit by the water or walk on the beach and just be touched with the reality that there is good out there and that we can feel. Have you ever felt like you just can't feel anymore? That there's just nothing left inside you that has any real sense of being touched? You can. You just have to allow yourself. You see, how we get to that place is by we keep shutting off and shutting off and saying, no, I, I have to do this. I have to get through this. I have to bury that feeling because I'm so busy trying to support somebody else. But the fact is you are not going to be any good for anybody else unless you first take a breath, unless you first start to feel. Because we can enmesh ourselves, and there's a lot in that word, when we start to live through and by and in somebody else, especially when that somebody else has massive dysfunction. Because on the outside, we're a fully functioning human being. But if we are enmeshed in somebody who isn't a fully functioning human being, then we actually start to take on the characteristics of a non-functioning human being. Now that, that can sound quite confronting, but that was something that I really had to deal with for myself because when I was sitting in that place where I was lost and I was broken and I was cold and I couldn't feel, it was because that I had become so enmeshed in somebody else and their dysfunction that I was starting to take on and outwork the same dysfunction. It's a hard word, I know. It was hard for me to come to realise. But you know, it was so freeing when I did because that allowed me then to step back and say, well, no, this is not who I am. I do have dreams. I do have goals. I do have skills. I do have a hope and a purpose. And you know what, I was a woman of faith and that made it even worse for me because I'd even forgotten that. I'd even forgotten that I had faith in something greater than myself and I had lost that as well. But that was something that really helped me get on back on track was the fact that I could put the loved one that I was dealing with and trying to support into the hands of somebody else my creator, and I could get on with being what and who I was meant to be. And that really started a cycle of me starting to repair myself and starting to find hope again, because I don't know whether you've heard this, but if your hope is deferred or delayed, you actually can make your heart quite sick. And that that's what happens to us. We defer, put on hold all of our hopes, all of our dreams, and we just are there trying to cope with every situation that comes our way every single day. And we can't fix it. 
let's face it, it doesn't matter whether you've been supporting someone for one day, one week, one year, one 10-year period, 20 years, whatever it is. I'm here to tell you right now, you can support, but you can't change, and you really are not in a position to make the necessary changes that they need to make to fix their life. The only thing that we have control is on ourselves. What we become, what we do, how we function, where we put our hope, what we do with our dreams. You know, this is a really important part and I really want to tell you this. I really want you to feel this today coming from my heart to yours. You only have one life to live. Like me, like anyone. We only get one life to live. This isn't a practice run that you get to perfect and then try again. This is it. This is the real deal. And every single time the clock ticks past a second, a minute, an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year, that's yours and my life ticking by. And what we do with that minute, that hour, that week, that month is up to us. Because you know what? Once that tick's gone and it's passed, 2019, 2020, 2021, once that year ticks past, we can't ever get it back. Time is our most precious resource. Our most precious resource. And we... And we alone are the ones that are responsible for what we do with each and every second, minute, day, week, month, year of our life. So precious one, I really want to touch that place in you that is lost hope, that is feeling broken, that is feeling despaired, that is feeling like you have lost all hope for a future. You do have hope. You do have enough strength to get up and go. But where's your support coming from? Is it external support that you need? Do you have friends and family that are there for you when you have need? Or is your support just what you find from within? Do you have a faith that you hold on to that can help you and boost you and, and help you get back up and get back fighting again. Whatever it is, whether it be your internal, whether it be your spiritual life or your external, your friends, your family, sometimes, and I found this to be true for me, when we're going through these tough times and we're really trying to support somebody with an addiction, we forget about those people that are around about us that are there for support because we're too busy to ask for help. I don't know about you, but I got the mindset, if, if you can't see that I, I want help or I need help or I know that's a stupid and probably prideful statement, but I, I wanted somebody to notice me, notice that I needed them, maybe a friend to come and just take me for a coffee or something and just take my mind off what was going on. But, you know, that's an unrealistic thing because people don't know. Look, let's face it, if, if people aren't living with someone with an addiction, they don't have a clue. They don't know what you're going through. 
they don't know that your life is being put on hold. They don't know that your every waking moment is about what's going on with that other person and how you've got to try to keep the peace and how you've tried to got to keep everything together and watch your finances and watch your health and nobody understands that. So if we're in a situation where we don't think that people are seeing us, that we think that we don't have a support system that's external, then sometimes it's really up to us to reach out. I think it's a little bit unrealistic of us to think that anybody else would have a clue that we were actually even hurting because we I don't know about you, but I do know about me. Sometimes we can be complete masters of disguise. We can look absolutely fine on the outside and be broken to smithereens on the inside. And we wonder why people don't know because we've become master of disguise. We have been able to put on a smiley, happy face. We've been able to say when someone asks us how we're going, oh, good, we're fine, all good, just the usual. Yeah, well, people don't understand what the usual is. They don't know how to delve in deeper. You've just really put a bit of a barrier up, haven't I? Well, finding hope is one of your greatest needs right now if you're feeling in that lost and broken and cold place you know as I said before if all hope is delayed deferred whatever word you like to use then your heart does become sick your mind your will and your emotion just become blank you just have these same thought patterns just going over and over and over it's like a recorder just playing in your head finding that hope is so critical right now where you're sitting for me, I can only tell you how I did it. I found it through my faith. I found it through going back to the word of God and listening to what he said about me, listening to what he says about that he cares about the things I care about, that he loves me, that he would never leave me, that he has a future and a hope for me. That helped me so much. You might not have that faith. You might have something else. You might have yoga, you might have friends and family, you might have a passion that you've just put on the shelf. Whatever it is, you might have a dream that you've let go of. Whatever it is, you do have something. You need to find that one thing that you can begin to hope in again. Because we are not in control of what anybody else does in life. As I said before, we are only in control of our life and what we think and what we do. As I said before, it's your life that's ticking. Yes, their life is ticking too, but yours is ticking. And this is your one chance at your life. And that moment, that second, that minute, that day, that month, that year, what is that going to look like for you? That's what's up to you. We can make a difference in our own life, but we've got to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and we've got to find that one thing that gives us the hope to carry on. I hope my biggest desire for you today is that you will just take a few moments to think about something that could give you that hope to get back up. 
to find the peace in your own mind, to find the calmness in your heart, to allow the warmth of the sun to penetrate deep into your body and to be like a big hug so that you can get back up and fight for your life. Yes, when you love someone, of course, you are going to be there to try to support them. But if we become enmeshed in their life and their life is enmeshed in dysfunction, my friend, our life becomes just as dysfunctional, just in a different way. Find the hope. Find the dreams. Find the vision. Find the purpose for your life. Because there is one. Go back. Go back as far as you need to go. Even if you have to go back to when you were a child. I heard someone say today, I was listening to someone on a podcast today saying, go back and find what it is that you remember as a child that used to make you feel happy. Go back to a time when you did feel happy. Maybe it was when you had your career or when you had your job or when you had your children, when they were babies or, or way back when you were a child yourself when you were riding your bike in the park or fishing with your dad or shopping with your mum or playing cards or knitting or having a cup of tea with your grandfather. That was me. I used to love going over to my grandfather's house and having a cup of tea with him and he used to tell jokes and make us all laugh. Go back to that place. Put a smile on your own face. Take back that second, that minute, that day, that month. Please, if I can encourage you for anything today, find your joy, find your hope, and remember that this is your life too. You only get one shot at it. And what you do with it is really your decision and your choice. Each day, we have to find the courage to get up, and to do something for ourselves, It may be small to start with. It may be just going out and sitting in the sun. It may be picking a vase of flowers. It may be going for a walk. It may be going for a coffee with a friend. But we have to choose to get up and do something that makes us feel better. And each day we have to make that constant decision, that constant choice that we are going to get up and we are going to do that and we are making that decision once and for all that every day we are going to get up we're going to go to the gym if you're like gym or I'm going to do that yoga class or I'm going to do that art class or I'm going to visit that friend or I'm going to take that trip over to the coast for a weekend whatever it is that you need to do set it and do it because sitting where you are will not produce a different result. It will only produce more of the same. We have to do something different. And we are the ones that have to do it. Nobody's going to come and rescue us. We have to rescue ourselves. You have the resilience. You have the power. You have what it takes. You wouldn't have made it this far if you didn't. So... My friend, I really hope that you get encouraged. I really hope you find that, that thing, that one thing that gets you up and gets you motivated. And please, please stay connected. Stay connected with those around you. Stay connected with family and friends. And, and go out there and live your life. 
because this is the only one you get and you're worth it. Let me tell you this today. You are so worth it. Well, I hope you have a great day and I hope you find that hope and I hope you find that one thing today and I hope you do it tomorrow and the next day. And I'll be back to see you and talk to you again soon. Bye.